everyone. Today I'm going to be reviewing Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. This is the new Marvel movie that's in theaters only right now, so this is a full spoiler review. If you haven't seen the movie yet, don't listen to this unless you're okay with hearing spoilers. My reviews aren't generally about the plot too much, but I will throw out some details I liked and some stuff if it helps me make my point. Um, so let's just get into it. I, I absolutely love this movie. I think it's one of the MCU's best origin movies. And it's probably, it's too early to definitively say, but I think it's probably one of my favorite MCU movies. I've seen it twice at this point. I'm planning to see it two more times in theaters and then probably once more when it comes on Disney Plus and then give it a little bit of a break and then I'll return to it eventually. But um, I really, really love this movie. So I'm going to go through my list of good things about this movie. And then I do have a few criticisms. It's not a perfect movie. And I do think it has some issues. I don't think it's perfect, but I think for the most part, it's really, really, really good. So first of all, it was really well directed. One thing that really impressed me was Dustin, I believe his name is Dustin Daniel Cretton, who directed this movie. I think it really felt like he had a strong style, a strong vision. He knew what he was going for. And you felt that. I think Marvel has, especially in recent years, allowed the directors to have more control and allowed them to execute their vision more than just making it all kind of the same Marvel style. And um, I really appreciate that. And I think you can tell that Destin is a good director and experienced director, and he knows what he's doing. Sometimes you watch a movie and you feel like you kind of can tell, you can feel that it's a first time director, or you can just kind of sense how confident and how, how much of a vision the director has. And for this one, you could really tell that there was somebody very talented behind the camera. And speaking of the cameras, another thing that was fantastic was the cinematography. Um, Bill Pope was a cinematographer who's worked on a ton of movies, and he's a really famous, um, famous guy. The cinematography was really, really beautiful. This movie was stunning. I think all Marvel movies have been really beautiful. But um, this one, especially the camera movements, really, really blew me away. We're going to talk about especially in the action scenes, but um, it was really, really good looking. Um, and this was just a feast for the eyes. One thing that was interesting about this movie was, even though it is kind of a genre movie within the MCU, it doesn't really break the chain or take any huge gigantic risks in the way that maybe Loki did or, or WandaVision did. But it does the usual kind of Marvel origin story, executed almost to perfection, executed so well. And this is kind of what it feels like when all the components of a film really come together in a satisfying way. Um, I was just blown away by this movie. I really, really loved it. One of my favorite parts of the movie and one of the best parts of the movie that everybody is raving about is the action scenes. And for a few reasons, and starting with just the martial arts, the style of the martial arts, um, it's just so cool seeing more Asian-inspired martial arts because a lot of the MCU action and hand-to-hand combat is very Western hand-to-hand combat, and seeing more Eastern-inspired was really, really, really cool. Um, the action scenes were so well choreographed. I believe they got Brad Allen, who was a member of Jackie Chan's stunt team, to choreograph. And it, it was beautiful, all these movements, and it was so well choreographed. And then another thing is that it was really well shot. There weren't crazy cuts every second to hide the actors or to hide the stunt doubles or to hide the subpar choreography. All the choreography was really good. It was so well edited. Every action scene, you could see what was going on, and the cuts were meaningful, and the cuts really added to the action scene to show you a new angle or to show the action in the best way. And that, and it had so much steady cam too. A lot of Marvel 
has that quick cut action and then has shaky cam. So you can't really tell what's going on, but this camera was so steady and it really allowed you to see the choreography. And I, I really love that. Um, I like to compare this to Black Widow because I feel like it has a lot of thematic similarities and a lot of similarities because Black Widow is hand-to-hand -hand combat too. And Black Widow, it's interesting because Black Widow also had that really high level choreography, but Black, and I thought Black Widow was really well shot for a Marvel movie, but this beats Black Widow too, because Black Widow had some of that cut, 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 a lot less than most Marvel things, but Shang-Chi was a whole nother level. I think it has some of the best action in the MCU. Um, it was just so steady, so well shot, so well choreographed, so well done. There was some cool wire work that looked great. Um, it just looked so smooth and so well done. It wasn't like jarring. You bought that all the actors were doing the action. There wasn't any like visible hiding of the stunt doubles. Everything just came together perfectly. And each action scene was better and more intense than the last. Starting with the bus fight, the action paired with the music during that scene, seeing that in theaters was just electric. It's just so fun to watch. It's so cool to see. Um, that was just that whole bus fight scene was just amazing. Then you've got uh, Shang-Chi versus his sister, which was a fun fight. That was super great. Um, then you've got Shang-Chi versus Death Dealer was so well choreographed and really, really impressed me. And then you've got a ton more. Um, in the beginning, I forgot you get like Wen Wu versus um, the person who ultimately becomes his wife. Um, that was a great scene. You get Shang-Chi training with his aunt later on. You get Shang-Chi versus Mandarin at the end. Every single scene was more and more thrilling than the last. And I found myself, especially on rewatch, every time I knew an action scene was coming, I was really, really anticipating it because it's just so thrilling. It was so well done. So the action, I cannot rave about that enough. I think everyone who's seen the movie knows what I'm talking about. That action was so good. Um, another thing was that the general movie itself, I thought was edited really well. I thought especially the use of flashbacks to inform character was really, really well done. Another movie that I thought used flashbacks really well recently was The Suicide Squad, but it used it in a different way. The Suicide Squad used it as a way of telling the story and showing the narrative, but I like how Shang-Chi used it slowly unveiling more things about the past and informing characters. One great example of that is when Shang-Chi is fighting his sister, and then you get a flashback of the past where we see that his sister never got to fight and, and that Shang-Chi left her and never came back for her. And then that one scene, that one flashback completely gives us a new understanding of the character and completely fills us in of her aggression, of her resentment she harbors towards Shang-Chi. And that one flashback placed right in the middle of the fight kind of answers a lot of our questions about the sister and about her character and her motivation. And there were just so many great examples of that, of flashbacks that either added context or explained things. And um, I just thought it was really well done. Another great example of that is everything with Wenwu, because in the present day, without flashbacks, Wenwu was just kind of a villain. But with the flashbacks, the way they fill out his story, starting out as we see him in the beginning as kind of a power-hungry conqueror, we see him meet who will become his wife and fall in love. And then throughout the story, we get bits and pieces filled in of him having kids. We get to see him later on actually be a loving father, and he actually playing games and loving with his kids. And we see how much he loves his wife. That whole, all that comes in flashbacks and all that adds layers to his character. We see him give up the 10 rings because he found his meaning. And then we see his reaction when he loses his wife in another flashback later on in the movie. Then we see him put the rings back on. 
and turn back to his old ways and go for revenge and then turn back into the criminal and not as much about conquering. And we see his new goal of doing everything he can to bring his wife back. And so much of that is done throughout flashbacks, explaining his journey and why he's at the point where he is in the present day. And I love how Wenwu is such a complex and great character because the flashbacks, so many of the flashbacks really build up the character and add context and explain the character, explain the layers, explain his arc, explain his journey. And, um, just the way they're used and the way they're not all given to us at once, the way that flashbacks are parceled out and we get pieces of the story bit by bit for each character was just really, really, really well done and really impressive. Every single flashback I thought lasted the perfect amount of time and just did a great job adding context to the character and informing what the character is doing in the present day. And I just thought that was really, really well done. So, so far we've talked about the action scenes, the cinematography, the direction, and the editing and kind of the use of flashbacks. So now I want to talk about the cast because this cast was awesome and I thought everybody did a great job. Starting with Simu Liu, uh, I thought he was really, really good. I was impressed with him. First of all, I felt he had a really good presence. He can totally carry a movie and I think he has enough charisma to carry the movie. He wasn't the standout for me, but I thought he was very consistent. He was great. There was nothing that was bad. And I was very impressed. I liked him as Shang-Chi and I want to see more of him in the future. And then I thought where he really shined too was his comedy roots. Because um, of course he came from doing Kim's Convenience, which was a sitcom. So anything comedic he got to do in Shang-Chi was really good and he nailed that. And then he was great with the action. He was great with everything. He was good with the dramatic moments too, but um, he just didn't have as many of those as some of the other cast. Next up, I was actually a little bit worried about Aquafina going into this movie because if you know her her persona is kind of very loud and a little bit obnoxious and a lot of times that doesn't work for me her humor hasn't really worked for me too much in a lot of movies but I loved her she really impressed me in this movie her chemistry with Simu was fantastic you totally bought that she was friends with Shang-Chi that they had been friends for a long time um, I didn't find her obnoxious at all. She was kind of toned down and I thought she was genuinely funny. She got a lot of great lines. So I was really, really impressed with her. I thought she was just a really likable character and um, had great comedic timing. Michelle Yeoh was really good. She's a legend. Um, she played Shang-Chi's aunt. She didn't have much to do, but she was really good. Um, and then her whole fight scene where she's training Shang-Chi was really awesome. And I thought that sometimes when it's somebody a little bit older doing a fight scene, um, sometimes it's a little bit obvious that they have a younger stunt double, but I thought she totally sold it. I totally believed that she was doing all that. It looked fantastic. Uh, Menger Zhang, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but she played Shang-Chi's sister, Shi Shaoling, I believe. And I thought she was really good too. This was her first project ever. Imagine having your first acting project be a Marvel movie, but I thought she totally sold the fight scenes. I thought she was really good. And I thought she did a good job playing the character. I'd like to definitely see more of her in the future um, because it almost felt like she could have been a co-lead with Shang-Chi and it could have been about both of them um, because her story was just as compelling as Shang-Chi's. I thought maybe even a little bit more. Um, and then Ben Kingsley was absolutely hilarious as Trevor Slattery. He was the funniest part of the movie for me. And I thought he had so many great lines and totally redeemed that character for me. I actually liked the Iron Man 3 twist but I just didn't find him all that funny, but I thought he was really hilarious in this. Um, 
And then the last person I wanted to talk about was Tony Leung, who played Wen Wu or Mandarin. He was outstanding. He's one of the best MCU villains ever because he's so, the character is so complex and layered. He has a motivation and you really emphasize with him. You understand everything he's doing. You understand why he's doing it. Maybe you don't agree and he's doing bad things, but you genuinely understand why he's doing it. And even if you can't get behind it, you understand why someone would do it. Plus, I just was really impressed with all the nuances in his performance because he genuinely cared about his children as much as he was kind of cruel and did horrible things. He also genuinely cared about them. And you saw that. And then his whole arc building up to the point where, of course, he's killed by the big monster, but not before he gives Shang-Chi the rings. And it's such a perfect scene because you just see it's all in his face. It's all in Tony Leung's face. And it's just some amazing acting all in his eyes. You see all the regret. He realizes where he went wrong. He realizes his mistake. He is full of love for his family. He looks upon Shang-Chi fondly. He's proud of his son. And he also is sorry. And you see in his face, he's kind of apologizing. And it's all right there for you to see. And it's so well done because they could have added a line there because a lesser actor wouldn't have that all on their face. A lesser actor would have to say, I'm so sorry or something and then die. And I was waiting for that line. And that line didn't come. There wasn't a word. And that made it even better because it was just all right there on Tony Leung's face. And that throughout the whole movie, that is just some amazing, amazing, really, really good facial acting, some really good expression acting, acting with the eyes, because you can see the nuances, you can see what he's thinking, what he's feeling without him having to say it. And acting like that, that type of acting on that level, um, all throughout the movie, but especially in that final scene is really rare. And it was really special. The more I'm talking about him and the more I'm thinking about this and the more I'm imagining that performance and remembering that performance, the more I'm liking Wenwu and the more I'm liking Mandarin. And at this point right now, he might be my favorite Marvel villain. He's really up there in my opinion with Thanos, with Killmonger, with Loki, because he's just as good as a character, just as complex of a character and um, just as well acted, if not even better acted. And then All the character relationships I really liked. I found all the characters really well done and compelling. Um, I thought the heart of this movie was good. One thing I loved about this movie on a thematic level was what they did with family. And I like to compare it to Black Widow because they're both about broken families. But Black Widow is about a broken family coming back together. And that was done really beautifully. And then Shang-Chi is about how each person reacts differently and copes in a different way to the family breaking and falling apart because you've got Shang-Chi's father immediately taking back up the rings, going to revenge, killing his wife's killer, and then immediately throwing himself back into his work, reverting back to how he used to be and trying to look for any single way, any possible fix um, to bring her back to the point of complete desperation um, that we kind of see him in when the movie takes place. And one thing about this I found super interesting was how similar this is to Doctor Strange in spoilers, what if episode five, because he's another broken person who lost the love of his life and becomes so desperate, can't move on, can't let go and becomes so desperate that he'll do anything to bring her back, um, which ultimately is really harmful towards him. But um, 
I just thought that parallel and that similarity was super interesting and I really liked it. That was a little bit of a tangent, but back to how Shang-Chi is about how each family member reacted differently to the pain and to the mother dying and then to the family breaking apart. Um, we talked about Wenwu, but then you've got the sister going off and just harboring so much resentment and that's her way of dealing with the pain. And then Shang-Chi just running away from his problems and trying not to think about him um, was his way of dealing with the pain. So all that is a very long-winded way of saying I loved what this movie was about thematically. I also just wanted to go a little in depth, a little more in depth about some of the more individual character arcs. I liked Shang-Chi's arc because he had to learn to take responsibility for what he did and to stop running from his problems. And over the course of the movie, he accepts who he is and accepts who his parents are and where he comes from. And he kind of learns to not run away from that, but to embrace it. I love Shaoling's arc and I loved her character because I loved her as a kid wanting to train and then harboring so much resentment and then running away by herself and building her own empire. And I love her arc of kind of having to let go of the resentment she has towards Shang-Chi and learning to kind of forgive him. I really liked that. I liked Katie's kind of desire to find something bigger in life, to find something and get really good at it, to find an interest and a passion. And I liked kind of the symbolism of her discovering archery and then learning that she's really good at that. Maybe that's something she continues to do in the future or maybe not, but I just like that. I loved everything with Wenwu. I already raved about Tony Leung. Wenwu being a conqueror, just wanting power, but then finding love, finding a purpose, giving up the power, finding a meaning of life. But then once that meaning is taken from him, he reverts right back to his old life and does everything he can to bring his old life to back, to bring that meaning back to bring back his family, but in that way, he kind of just tears apart his family. Um, and I love that. I really love that. And then I love him at the end, kind of realizing his mistake and it's all in his face when he dies, realizing his mistake and then returning the rings to Shang-Chi, giving them to Shang-Chi. Um, Shang-Chi's aunt was pretty cool. I liked her fight scene and I liked how she was a fundamental part of Shang-Chi's arc. She had that line, you are a product of all who came before you. I would like to see more of her. So those are all the character arcs I really liked. Another thing I loved about this movie was the world building from Talo being a whole nother dimension with all these mystical creatures to even like the Ten Rings themselves as an organization. There's all this great um, world building and expansion of the Marvel Universe. And I love that. So I was really happy to see that. And I thought it was really well done. There was a lot of exposition in the movie, a lot of explaining because so much of it was new. But I thought the exposition was handled really well and it didn't feel clunky. It didn't feel throated there. I thought it felt pretty natural for the most part. Another thing I thought was great was the CGI. Um, I liked the blend of CGI and practical effects. All the CGI looked amazing. Um, I didn't really find any problems with it. A lot of Talo was green screen and you could tell it was green screen, but it was good green screen and it didn't bother me too much. Um, I thought the humor was perfect. I talked about Trevor Slattery, everything from him playing dead to like um, at the edge of the Tala forest, like waiting to go. And then he's like, oh, go now, go now to like being very relieved when it finds out. I can't remember the creature's name, but that li little creature from Talo is not imaginary. And then everything with when he talks about his passion for acting coming from Planet of the Apes. That was absolutely hilarious. I love that. See, Malou was funny. Aquafina was funny. There was some genuinely laugh out loud moments. Um, I thought Wong was pretty funny too. 
I think this year, especially with Black Widow and Shang-Chi, Marvel humor has been really working for me. Like I love the humor in Black Widow and I loved it in Shang-Chi. Um, so I've been really impressed with that. I thought the plot was pretty well crafted, pretty clever, pretty well done. I thought this movie was pretty well written, especially everything with Wenwu, um, everything with the characters. I like the way this movie ends, but then also sets up the future. And a really big takeaway is how much I want a Shang-Chi too. I really love the character of Shang-Chi and I can't wait to see more of him. Um, I absolutely love the way the story connected with Iron Man 3. I love at that dinner table scene when Wenwu is saying, um, the Westerners appropriated me and the Ten Rings and then used Trevor Slattery. And then he was making fun of the name Mandarin being a chicken dish and then saying like they were scared of an orange. And I just thought that was hilarious. I love the making fun of that. That was awesome. I thought the score and the soundtrack were so good because you had the more traditional kind of Chinese music, which I thought I really like it. And then the sound and then you have like more kind of rap, modern day rap, hip hop sort of. And I thought it just worked so well. And especially during all the fight scenes, just I want to listen to that score again. It's just so memorable and it fits perfectly. And it was really great. Um, I love the use of the rings. I thought all their different abilities and the powers and the way they can be used just was really visually pleasing. It was really cool. Um, I love that opening where the opening like 20, 15, 20 minutes being all in Mandarin. And then we see Wenwu as a conqueror using the, the rings. I loved all the fantasy aspects of this, the magical creatures. I love seeing all the aspects of Asian culture, especially Chinese culture they put into this movie. Um, all the speaking of Mandarin was pretty cool. Um, hearing different languages in Marvel is just always really cool to me. I don't know why. And then I like how in a lot of Talo, a lot of creatures were actually Chinese mythological creatures, which I thought was a really cool detail. Another thing, I love the two different styles of fighting, which is more the dad's side, the dad Wenwu style of fighting, which is the closed fist um, martial arts style, and then the more Tai Chi flowy Tao Lo style, which I loved seeing the difference between those two when Wenwu fights who will be his wife, and then when, um, when Shang-Chi's aunt fights Shang-Chi, and then when Shang-Chi fights Wenwu and uses that style, I love that. I love the flowy nature of it, the Tai Chi nature of it. I love the open hand nature of it. I love the Talo wind powers. The way that looked was just cool. There was a lot of cool, like floating around and a lot of really good wire work that looked so smooth. And I thought it was just really pleasing. The post-credit scenes, I love them. The first one, um, analyzing the rings, they're a beacon calling out to something. I love seeing Bruce Banner and Captain Marvel. Um, I think they're obviously setting up for probably a Shang-Chi 2 or something in the future. And then I just love Wong, Shang-Chi, and Katie going to karaoke. Um, just kind of a funny moment to end on. And then the second uh, post-credit scene. I love seeing Sha Ling taking over the Ten Rings when she said she was going to dismantle them. And then training both women and men equally and then making them her own. Um, I can't wait to see her maybe as a villain in the future. I really, really love that because... Um, there was the line earlier where the, where she said, um, if she can't be part of her dad's empire, she'll make her own. And she stuck true to that. And I loved it. So those are all the things I really, really loved about this movie. Now let's get into some of the criticisms, um, because I do have a few. The first of which is the MCU third act problem, which is the big CGI battle at the end. Now, I like the battle. I like Shang-Chi versus Wenwu. But after Wenwu died, I felt like, okay, we can end here. But instead they added in this big kind of um, kind of a kaiju fight in a Marvel movie, which was the Dweller in Darkness, 
the big monster versus the dragon, the protector. And the fight was cool. It looked good. But, you know, I'm not a big fan of kaiju fights. I don't really love the Monsterverse movies. It's just not my thing. And at that point, the movie had been long and I was like, okay, I'm ready for this to end. So I really didn't love the big kaiju fight. It was cool looking and I enjoy it. And I'm sure there's plenty of big Monsterverse fans, big fans of that kind of stuff who will love it. But I've talked about how two giant monsters fighting doesn't really do it for me. It's just not exciting for me. So I personally didn't love that. There were definitely also some plot holes didn't bother me. There were some leaps in logic. The biggest one for me was Katie learning how to shoot an arrow. And then in a few days or in a day or whatever it was, making that amazing shot to shoot the dragon. Now you can like try to explain it away and headcanon it. Like they're in the mystical realm. Maybe the wind or something helped because there's the wind powers. Or she had had some a little bit of training and she had some natural talent. And then maybe, I don't know but can't really think of anything they could have done to fix that. And I did like the incorporation of her in the final battle, but hmm, I don't know. I just didn't love it um, because it is kind of a big leap in logic and just kind of bothered me a little bit, but not a big deal. Another thing um, was that I really loved the character of Death Dealer, but I didn't really love Razor Fist. Razor Fist wasn't really funny to me. The actor was fine, but I kind of wish he was the one killed by the soul suckers and, and then death dealer survived and death dealer was the one who was in the post credit scene. And the end, it's such a random thing, such a nitpick because there's no big criticisms besides nitpicks for this movie. Um, but I didn't love razor fist. He was fine. I didn't really love him, but other than that, I don't have any criticisms of this movie. I really, really loved it. Um, so please let me know what you thought of this movie. Um, what you thought of all the characters. If you agree with me, disagree with me, um, you know all the ways to leave feedback. You can leave a comment if you're on YouTube. Um, remember, we're a podcast too. So listen, you can listen to just the audio of this on all the podcast platforms. And if you are, you can also leave a voicemail to be played on the show. An email, you can write an email to us or submit a topic or a question in a form. And all the links to do all those things are in the description. Um, I'm really curious to see what everyone else thought of this movie and if everybody loved it as much as I did. So thank you everyone so much for listening and have a good day.